Hello, this is Pastor Marty Macedo from Fellow Helpers Ministries bringing you another podcast from the Pastor Study, Biblical Lessons in the Battlefield of Life from a retired pastor 45 years who was saved after serving as a Staff Sergeant Airborne Ranger in Vietnam. My testimony is shared in podcast number one. It is my desire to share with you lessons the Lord has taught me over my years of living as a Christian and serving as a pastor. These podcasts are intended to whet your appetite for further personal Bible study. They'll be short, 15 to 20 minutes, and having your Bible and something to jot down notes might be helpful. If you have any questions, you can contact me by email, masitofhm at gmail.com, M-A-S-I-T-T-O-F-H-M for Fellow Helpers Ministries at gmail.com. The title of our Bible study today is, Did Jesus Forgive Peter for His Faith Faltering? And our text is Mark chapter 16, verse 7. Peter must have felt like the ultimate failure after denying the Lord three times at the cross. Was there any hope for forgiveness? Well, let's read Mark 16, 7 and see. Mark 16, 7 reads, But go your way and tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. There ye shall see him as he said unto you. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for the way Peter responded to the trial that he had in his life and the failure he experienced. And thank you, Father, for the blessing of seeing his recovery and his future service for you throughout the scriptures. And we're grateful for that, Lord, that when we find our faith faltering, we can look to you and you can forgive us and strengthen us and further equip us to do your work. So as we look at Peter's example today, we pray that you speak to our hearts. And as you encouraged him, we pray you'd encourage us. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. In order for you to get the full thrust of today's lesson, we need to go back to what we looked at last week. And last week we took a look at Luke chapter 22, and the title of our lesson was, Why Did Peter's Faith Falter? Why Did Peter's Faith Falter? And the idea about faltering is defined to start to lose strength or momentum. And Peter's faith in Luke chapter 22 certainly did falter to the point where he denied the Lord three times and to the point where he went out, verse 62 of chapter 22, and wept bitterly. Now, this was predicted by Jesus in Luke chapter 22 in verses 31 and 32. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. So we saw last week, and we talked about Peter's faith not failing. Jesus prayed it would not fail, but we did see Peter's faith faltering. Now, why did that happen? Just in the way of review, Peter spent time sleeping when he should have been praying. Luke 22, and said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray lest ye enter into temptation. Also, we notice number two, Peter spent time smiting when he should have been submitting. And we saw this in verse 50 of Luke chapter 22. And one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Instead of submitting to what was happening when Jesus said he must suffer, die, be buried, raise again, said that multiple times, Peter was trying to fight his way out of this situation that Jesus would live. And then thirdly, we saw Peter spent time following afar off rather than close behind. In Luke chapter 22 and verse 54, we read this, 
Then took they him, that is Jesus, and led him and brought him into the high priest's house, and Peter followed afar off. In fact, in verse 55 of Luke 22, it says, And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. You can read Psalm chapter 1, verse 1, and find out what Peter did there was definitely not the right thing. And as a result, of course, Peter went out, denied the Lord three times, went out and wept bitterly. And there we see Peter's faith clearly faltering. Now, as we pick up our lesson today, we want to take a look at the subject of, did Jesus forgive Peter for his faith faltering? And I believe the answer to that is yes, but we want to see that answer as it unfolds for us biblically. You'll notice here in our passage, that's our key, Mark chapter 16 and verse 7, when Jesus says, when it's said, go your way, tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you in the Galilee, there shall ye see him as he said unto you. Now, isn't that amazing? We recognize that the message that was given was, go and tell his disciples that he's risen and go wait for him. You can see that in Matthew chapter example, verse 28 and verse 7. But here in the book of Mark, we find specifically not just his disciples being told to go wait, but we find it being said, but go your way, tell his disciples, and Peter is spelled out specifically that he goeth before you in the Galilee. I'm certain at this stage, after Peter's denial of the Lord and the Lord being crucified, being buried, Peter did not feel worthy to be among the disciples. He didn't feel worthy to be one of the Lord Jesus's followers. He was very troubled and perplexed by this. But God actually gives a personal invitation here in verse 7. And basically what he's saying is, although Peter's faith fainted, we know Peter's faith did not fail. And now that he is converted, remember that idea of Luke chapter 22? The idea of the word converted means that he has been turned around. Peter needed to be humbled so that he could be used by the Lord. Peter needed to submit to understand he needed to follow God's plan. Peter needed to be prepared for the point he would be the main spokesman in the first half of the book of Acts. And this humbling experience of Peter saying, I'm willing to die for you, and then turning around a short time later denying him and being humbled by that, Jesus didn't give up on him. Jesus didn't cast him aside. Jesus knew that his faith was going to falter, and he prayed for his faith not to fail. But he knew this experience would convert or turn him around and make him a man dependent on Jesus rather than a man dependent upon himself. I think we can outline that pretty clearly in our lesson today by looking at uh, four things, and I'm going to summarize them, and it'll lead us to our conclusion that hopefully will be an encouragement to you if you are having your faith falter now, or if you've had your faith falter in the past and wonder if Jesus has ever forgiven you for that. And how do we see those four points unfold? Well, number one, we see this. Jesus had high hopes for Peter. Jesus had high hopes for Peter. Do you remember what we read in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18? It said this, And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Then in verse 18 of Matthew chapter 16, we read this, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, 
and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Peter's testimony is in verse 16, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, and then Jesus says in verse 18, you know, based on that testimony, Peter, and I'm going to use you to help build my church. It wasn't the idea of building on Peter specifically. It was the idea of building on Peter's testimony as he would preach it and teach it to other people. So Jesus had high hopes for Peter. He said, Peter, he said, thou art Peter, and upon this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You're going to have such an important part in building the church in the future. But then we notice this. Peter also had high hopes for himself. When you take a look at chapter 13 of John and read verse 37, chapter 13 of John and read verse 37, you hear this. Peter said unto him, that is unto Jesus, Lord, why cannot I follow thee now? I will lay down my life for thy sake. So Peter is willing to die for the Lord Jesus Christ before he is going to deny the Lord Jesus Christ. But Jesus, knowing his heart, and Jesus knowing that he was going to have to be converted, he was going to have to be turned around, he was going to have to learn how to depend upon Jesus rather than himself, says this in verse 38 of John chapter 13. What does he say? Jesus answered, John 13, 38, him, wilt thou lay down thy life for my sake? Verily I say unto thee, the cock shall not crow till thou hast denied me thrice. Oh, that must have troubled Peter terribly to hear that. And so we find that the Lord Jesus Christ, though, knowing what Peter needed for him to be the servant that we see in the book of Acts, knew that that humbling experience of denial was going to have to be experienced by him. You'll notice that these high hopes that Jesus had for Peter and the high hopes that Peter had for himself were initially dashed. What do I mean by that? Well, take a look at John chapter 18. John chapter 18, we're going to the cross now. And as we do so, we're going to look at verse 17. John 18, verse 17. Then said the damsel that kept the door unto Peter, Art not thou one? of this man's disciples? And he said, I am not. He denied it. Notice verse 25 of the same chapter, John 18. And Simon Peter stood and warned himself, and they said therefore unto him, Art not thou also one of the disciples? He denied it, said, I am not. And then you take a look at verse 26. And one of the servants of the high priest, being his kinsman, whose ear Peter cut off, saith, did not I see thee in the garden with him? Peter then denied again, and immediately the cock crew. So exactly what Jesus said was going to happen to Peter happened, and it dashed Peter's hopes for being the man of God he thought he would be, not because his faith failed. Jesus prayed his faith would not fail in Luke 22, but because his faith did what? It faltered. And remember the idea of that word faltered. It means to start to lose strength or momentum. But I want you to note this. Not only did Jesus have high hopes for Peter, Matthew 16, 18. Not only did Peter have high hopes for himself, John 16, verse 37. I'll die for you before I deny you. And not only were those hopes dashed in John chapter 13 and John chapter 18 with the denials, but then those hopes later were realized. When were they realized? 
They were realized when Peter was converted. Listen again to Luke chapter 22, verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Satan wants to separate you from your testimony. He wants to separate you from your usefulness for me. He wants to separate you as a disciple, not to be ministering and preaching the word of God anymore. He wants to, he wants to take you away from all of that. But I have prayed for you, says Jesus in verse 32, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. And I believe, again, as I've mentioned already, Peter's faith didn't fail. Jesus prayed it wouldn't, and it didn't. But Peter's faith did falter. It did weaken. He did have to be learning some hard lessons that caused him to be converted, caused him to turn around and recognize that my Christian life is not lived in my strength, in my wisdom, by my sword, but my Christian life is lived through my Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I believe that Peter surrendered to that. And I, I can't help but imagine what went through Peter's heart when he heard the report that was brought to him when it said in Mark chapter 16, verse 7, but go your way, tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee, there shall ye see him as he said unto you. Let me give you a practical illustration. Can you imagine if uh, Jesus Christ would have preached at your church and, uh, and he would have learned your name and, and he would have learned things about you as well as the other people at the church and then he would have left and after he left, if there would have been some sin that would have entered into your life or maybe some period where your faith began to falter you began to do things in your own strength with your own wisdom rather than praying and submitting and seeking the Lord's will. And, and you maybe were very embarrassed by that. You felt like you failed the Lord by that. You felt like you were no longer worthy to be going to church, no longer worthy to be, even be called a Christian. And then you would hear that the pastor said, Jesus is going to be preaching in a couple of weeks at the church. And he specifically asked me, to invite you by name. If the, preacher, if the preacher would have called you on the phone and said, Jesus is coming, but he asked, are you going to be there? And he gave the name. Uh, or Jesus wrote a letter and said he's going to be coming and asked specifically for the disciples to be together and specifically mentioned your name. And you would think, well, I'm not worthy of that. I faltered. I denied him three times. How can I do that? But wait a minute. Jesus says, what? He says, go your way and tell his disciples and Peter that goeth before you in the Galilee. There ye shall see him as he said unto you. You know what that's a sign of? That's a sign that God forgave Peter. That's a sign that Peter was humbled by this experience, but Peter learned through this experience. In fact, you know to what extent he learned through this experience? Listen when I read Acts chapter 2 and verse 14. Acts chapter 2 and verse 14. You're familiar with that passage of scripture? In Acts chapter 2, you've got the day of Pentecost, and you've got everybody around and the disciples are all there and the great crowd is there. 
and they're questioning what's happening. They're hearing people talk in different languages and things of that nature. And, uh, and you're wondering what's taking place until verse 14 of chapter 2, when there is a specific reference that says, but Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. Who is the spokesman out of the disciples? It was Peter. Is that the same Peter that denied the Lord? Yes, it is. And yet the Lord forgave him, and the Lord called him out by name, and in essence said, Peter, your, fall, your faith faltered. I know that. But it had to happen. Why? Because you had to be humbled. Why? Because you had to recognize this ministry you're going to have is not in your strength, but this ministry you're going to have is in my strength. And Peter, I've forgiven you, and I've called you by name because I want to use you in the days ahead. And certain enough, Acts chapter 2, the Lord uses Peter. Now, it's not only in the first chapter of Acts chapter 2. Actually, the whole first half of the book of Acts is centered around Peter, and then the second half of the book is centered around Paul. But the point at hand for us today is this. Did, did Peter falter in his faith and deny the Lord? Yes, three times, and he wept bitterly for it. And did Jesus forgive Peter for his faith faltering? And the answer is yes. When he was converted and turned around, the Lord called him by name and the Lord set him apart to be a spokesman to be used for him. I can't help think as I'm sharing this today of the people that might hear this and think, I'm a failure. I'm a Christian, but my life doesn't reflect Christ. It's inconsistent. There have been times where I've denied him. There have been times where I've done things that I'm so displeased that I know he's so displeased too. What hope is there for me? And some of you may be just sitting on a shelf right now thinking, I denied him, I did this, I whatever, and, and, and it's no good. I can't do anything more. You can always do something more. You ask him for forgiveness and he forgives you and he restores you and your faith instead of fainting your faith or faltering, your strength, your faith actually becomes what? Strengthened. You know, there's no better feeling than when you have failed the Lord and you've sincerely bowed your head and opened your heart and asked forgiveness for that and been forgiven by the Lord for that sin. There's no better feeling to strengthen your faith and to cause you to get up from your knees and walk out the door rejoicing as a testimony for him. John says, 1 John, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know what that means? Faithful and just means there's no way God cannot forgive you. If you ask a friend to forgive you, he might, he might not. It's not faithful and just. He's inconsistent. God is consistent. He's faithful and just. And it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, has your faith faltered in the past? Has it come to the place where you've started to lose strength or momentum? Has it even gone as far as you denying the Lord? If that's the case, recognize Jesus is willing to forgive you 
the same way he forgave Peter for his faith faltering, and then even use you in a way beyond which you could have initially imagined. Well, this has been from the Pastor Study with Pastor Martin Macedo, and you may email me at macetofhm at gmail.com, M-A-S-I-T-T-O-F-H-M for Fellow Helpers Ministries at gmail.com. Lord willing, we'll post another Bible study next week. But remember, just because you falter in your faith, it does not mean that you need to fail him forever. And following the pain and embarrassment of faltering in your faith, you can better you can better help strengthen the brethren. Remember that said that in chapter 22 of Luke? When thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. Encourage them and help them to recognize also that when their faith when their faith falters, it doesn't mean their faith has failed and God will forgive them and still wants to use them. Peter learned that lesson and he sure did it and you can too. Thank you for listening and have a great day.